Hello listeners, I'm K.A. Stats, the writer and creator of The White Vault. And I'm Travis Fengroff, the producer and sound designer, and together we're the Fool and Scholar of Fool and Scholar Productions. This October, the realm of The White Vault will return with its final season, bringing to an end the story as we currently know it. But the world of The White Vault is vast, stretching back through history and across the globe. As season five approaches, we are also starting our final bumper patch Patreon drive. If you are an active Patreon patron during the month of October and you have an accurate address on your Patreon account, you will receive a patron-exclusive patch rocker to complement your personal White Vault patch. This year's design will be revealed soon, and if you join us early, you can get access to our newest miniseries, The White Vault, Avram. Avram tells the story of a young Jewish teenager during the Cossack uprising of the 1640s, and how his life became intertwined not only with the terrors of known history, but with a hidden horror. This tale is important to us personally, as it not only expands the world of the White Vault, but depicts a part of our personal heritage not many people know. But we also have many stories to tell. While last year we introduced you to our miniseries Imperial, a spin-off of the White Vault set in 1700s China, this year we return to 2010 with a different spin-off, the White Vault Iluka. This miniseries befalls the research vessel Iluka as they continue what was supposed to be a regular coring mission in the Arctic Ocean. We follow the interview of one Dr. Amelia Murray, a survivor of truly horrific events, as she relives the terrors aboard. And today, we present you with part one of this story, which is now available for purchase on our website and was originally created for our Patreon supporters. We create hours and hours of bonus stories for releases on our Patreon page. Patreon is how we support the continued creation of our shows and grow our team. Supporting an indie show, much more so an indie production company, is an uphill battle in the best of circumstances, but it can be even more of a challenge when the productions are podcasts. Podcasts are inherently free, which means we rely on each individual listener's choice to support our shows. So if you enjoy the sample of what you hear today, consider buying the rest of Aluka on our website or joining us for more quality content on our Patreon and get access to our exclusive 2021 patch rocker. But for now, grab a cup of coffee and take a seat because the first episode of our award-winning The White Vault spinoff, Iluka, begins now. The White Vault. Iluka. Episode 1. R.V. Iluka. Thank you for waiting, Dr. Murray. Please, come on in and take a seat. Thank you for letting me sit in. Can I get you anything to drink? Tea? Coffee? Uh, coffee, please. Cream or sugar? No, thank you. Black is perfect. There has been some confusion... We did not think you would want to sit in on this, as you said. But I think it will be helpful in the end. Now, Dr. Murray. (laughs) Any relation to Sir John Murray, it would seem fitting. No. Just a coincidence. Seems so, but... I need to have the whole of the account on record regarding the events of the Shift in Oceanic Institute research vessel Leluca. I will be writing up the report which will be included along with your information, and I have many of the recordings here for examination. This is out of the ordinary, having you here, so please 
try not to disrupt the session unless I post questions directly to you. I am sure by now you have heard and seen these records before. Most of them. Have you listened to or watched anything yet? Not as of yet. My team already listened to every collected recording, so they only sent over those recordings they deemed necessary to our purposes. We know there were a lot of personal recordings among the crew, so please understand that these are being reviewed as a necessity for understanding. I understand. May I? Of course. The files are sorted in chronological order, so just hit play when you are ready. Preparation check for sediment core drawer number 7 for the RVE Luca. Date March 2nd, time of prep 10.32am. Current location approximately 62.2 degrees south, 158.4 degrees east. Exact drop location to be recorded at time of core sampling. Charlie, can you check the line? Using after deployment platform, and the number one articulating knuckle boom crane, an additional launch and recovery system for deployment and retrieval of viper coring system. Depth to be cored approximately 1,250 meters. Equipment to be dropped. Um, here, a G2006 meter viper coring system attached and plugged. Dr. Murray, is everything ready for launch on your end? That was Alex Lai. Yes, the RV Aluka crane technician and deck specialist. Good. Let's continue. I don't think so. For the camera, certainly. What's going on? Alex did something rather impressive, but we can't get her to do it again. <laughs> and you won't. Hi, Dr. Murray. There are a few things I wanted to run by you in the scans and preparations for the coring. What do you have? Let's see. I'm just worried about the positioning. We have a few rocky sections, and the chosen landing section here, at nearly 1,250 metres, is on a slight slope. And right there, we have a quick drop at about 2,000 metres. The core is rated for down to 2,000 metres. If we need to readjust for depth of positioning, we have some leeway. That grade of a slope won't create an issue, but we need to stay within this area here. Otherwise, the drop will go beyond the operational range. You're right about the drop, but... Right there? That's our main issue. Drops to about 2,500. But we don't plan to get that far off target, we never have. Otherwise, we have little to fret over. If you still have some worries, we can run scans right before or during launch, when adjust as needed. Is the wet lab ready? We're going to take water samples afterwards. I'll be processing them later today. Yes, Dr. Flores, everything is ready, and the catalogues for the last samples are done, finally. Then sit down and have a coffee. The work begins again soon enough. If you excuse me, I need to go ask Marco a question or two. See you on deck. Also, if you see Charlie, send them up. <laughs> Thanks for the entertainment. Thanks for the coffee. The stuff the research crew brings is always better than the sludge the crew pulls out. Sediment core draw number seven. Launch issue encountered. Time on day two. Like, sort of, yeah. March 2nd at 13.45 local time. Right there. Franco, you were right. Not the depth, but about these rocks. You were not so close on my initial scan. What did we miss? Should I halt the cover? Yes, stop it before we hit the rocks. 
What is that? On the video monitor? Sideways. Shit. It must have hit something already. That. There. We're at, uh, 1,231 meters. I think that... Uh, that color there is the ground. And here... Something is lodging the stabilizing legs. Some kind of, um, rock protrusion. We should be able to pull it back up and reposition. Alex, start the recovery. We'll need to fix it and move it. Right. We're not reading 135 kilograms for the Cora anymore. Seems whatever we landed on got stuck to the legs. We'll double the weight. Can we recover the Bivrocorer or not? Yes. We will draw it up to 20 meters or so. Keep it in water weight. And if we need to, I'll attach another line. We can even dive to remove the ballast weights for separate recovery, if needed. Charlie, can you start the prep on the next line? And tell Cap what's happening. We may be here a bit. <sighs> of course. Yes. Seems we may be here a while, Captain. The equipment got snagged. The docks will keep you updated. Understood, but if I hear scratching, someone's going to go over the side to pay my ship. Now, Dr. Murray, we have the subsea monitoring video from the Vibrocore's descent. I am not well versed in this. Can you explain what's happening here? I can try. Hit play. This is the descent. Here, that's the depth counter. This is the initial launch. Nothing happens of note until 1,200 meters. Can I fast forward? Yes. This is midway through, about 600 meters. So, here we're approaching 1,200 meters, getting close to the target depth. You can see two of the stabilizing legs in the video. The other is on the other side of the core frame and barrels. You can make it out through the frame. That on the left is the switch box. It was thankfully undamaged. May have been better if it had been. But here, 1,225 meters. There. Those dark sections and... Collision. So, at this point, the Cora struck the unintended object. And the camera was knocked sideways. The Cora was supposed to descend another three meters and slightly south to land on the ocean floor. But just uphill and north of the selected position was a formation of rock we had not seen on the scans. That's when outcroppings got stuck in the stabilizing legs, which you can almost see here at the edge of the video. This is when we deemed that the Cora was unable to make a safe and viable landing for coring. Is that what you wanted to know? For now. I have some notes here from my team. And what does that mean? Here's what it all turns to shit. Thank you for joining us for this section of the 10-episode series, Eluka. We hope you've enjoyed this introduction to Eluka, which introduces you to the very beginning of what is about to befall the crew of the Calm Research Vessel. Now we hope you'll take a look at our website and all that our Patreon has to offer. Consider joining us to hear the rest of Aluka and so much more. You get access to not only Aluka, but also Artifact, Imperial, The White Vault, a musical, hours of additional content, and our newest miniseries, Avram. Until then, stay safe, stay tuned, and remember, travel is not advised. <laughs>